0: Two tell her late fee, you have one new message.
1: Zach, Dustin, it's Sean. Look, if you want to be in the goddamn club, you got to get over here right away. I mean now, do it, and watch your nards. You know who to call when you have ghosts. But who do you call when you have monsters? We're the Monster Squad. What's a squad? It's like Miami Vice, I think. They're young and inexperienced. Narny, virgin! They're a bit disorganized. Monsters are not real. We don't know that, sir. When strange things start happening in town, they're the only ones ready to do battle.
0: If he's out killing people, and if it's monsters, nobody's gonna do a thing about it but a... up <laughs>
1: Monster Squad. Wolfman's gone. Before there was IMDB.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? Well, that's us, but
0: First um, kind of thematic episode of 2020 or like holiday esque episode?
1: Uh, let's see, we, we had our Flag Day episode. Um, oh, uh, yeah, we did. Which is always a big one for us. Labor Day. Uh, Labor Day, we had Arbor Day. Um, we had um, Hot yeah, Dog Day. We did do a Russia Shana like spin off. Oh yes. Um last week. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess so. I guess this is like the first mainstream.
0: I guess in a way, this is like a yeah, we 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 obviously had a Christmas episode last year.
1: Yep. Right. And that was our top-rated episode ever. And uh you should go check that one out.
0: With with my son Bodie Schaefer.
1: With Zach's son Bodie Schaefer. We reviewed the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special, and then also uh, we had Zach Ward, who plays yes. Scott
0: Farkas. Oh, my
1: gosh. Probably to go from one of the sweetest Sakharin
0: episodes ever to one of the dirtiest, raunchiest interviews we've ever had.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's it's definitely uh, from from the word go when we talk about German porn, German gay <laughs> porn, from, yeah, the whole time. It's just, uh, it's a hold on to your hat. So if you ever wanted to hear, you know, Scott Farkas um, talk to you, Directly about uh, gay porn. German. Uh, yeah, you should revisit that one. It's good. I think this is the perfect way to, the perfect thing to advertise leading into our Halloween Absolutely.
0: Episode. We're getting into the seasons of, of fall and now uh, eventually winter. But, but first, this is our lead in to... An interview with.
1: Oh, this is really exciting. This I'm really, exciting. I'm, I'm really excited. Sometimes I just say I'm excited, and I'm like kind of mediums excited. But now I'm like super excited.
0: Yeah, because you said this is like a fanboy moment for you.
1: Right? This, um, this, yeah, what we're talking about to 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 clue you guys in is we have an interview coming up with two of the leads from the Monster Squad, 1987's cult classic. Awesome, Halloween, spooky. Okay, okay, okay.
0: When a movie that could be considered a holiday-esque movie... Monster movies are perfect movies to watch during Halloween, right? Let's be honest. And when a movie comes out way in advance of that holiday in the theater... As a kid, I was always like, "This is a movie I want to see on when in Halloween." Yeah, like it was gonna make sense to see it. Ernest Saves Christmas came out, I think, in like November, and I'm like, "Wait, this should be coming out in December." Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, the Mm -hmm. the uh, Ernest Scared Stupid came out in the summertime, and I wanted to see that in October. Ernest goes, "No, I'm kidding."
1: (laughs) I was gonna bring up another. Ernest Goes to Camp came out in January.
0: Way no before idea. summer no camp. camp. No, no idea, I no but idea. I
1: assume that it probably... <laughs> Ernest all these, Goes to Jail came these, out before Trump went... No, sorry, all these <laughs> Ernest <laughs> movies, well done. All these Ernest <laughs> movies, I assume that they just came out at the wrong times. <laughs> um, Ernest Goes to Camp was the only one that I liked.
0: Really? Ernest Scared Stupid's really funny. It's really funny. It's ch- it's silly, childish. I don't remember sharing. it, really. Maybe okay, Ernest to goes to jail is pretty good, too. To fair, I don't remember
1: it. But...
0: Ernest says Christmas is not that great.
1: And then there's Ernest Burnt? dunks or something. Oh, like a basketball? Like He a...
0: goes to Africa, I think.
1: he goes. To no, Africa there's to, a
0: Ernest to... goes to Africa, I think. Ernest I think so.
1: goes to. Wait, it's just called Ernest goes to dunk?
0: No, there's, it's, I think that one's called Slam Dunk Ernest. <laughs> I th- oh, see, I think. That's,
1: that's already. I don't like that because we've, we've broken away from the, the theme. Of the Ernest goes to like he has to go places
0: do you remember that kevin bacon movie where it's set in africa and he's a basketball the player? air up
1: there that movie <laughs> is great i i would love to that was a 91 maybe yeah 92? yeah i would love to revisit that movie would you really i would i would i, was I have a, this
0: discussion with uh with Corey a lot where we, he talks about movies he wants to see and i'm like yeah that's the movie you'd put at the top of your list to revisit
1: well, I can tell you right now that The Air Up There is not a good movie. Like, <laughs> okay. it's not a good movie. But um, but I do like the, uh, the kind of journey that Kevin Bacon goes on. Is it um, similar to
0: Operation Dumbo Drop or uh, another?
1: <laughs> what would it be similar to, right? Cool well, Runnings? Um, there's just something really funny about that cliché, like movie cliché, where it's yes. like Americans go to Africa and then... You know, they're trying to like, like an airplane, there's like a slight cutaway where Ted has gone to, to, it's almost like a Doctors Without Borders program. And that's like where he met Elaine. That's right. There. And, you know, and he's trying to teach them. I told them about basketball and then, you know, but they're all awesome. Like they were just like, oh, Oh, that's good shit. So, and I feel like it's, you know, it's also, yeah, it's like insulting to, um, it's, it's, it's kind of like. The way I felt about the experts as far as like Russians can't possibly be having good lives because they're not American. It's like yeah. that same kind of like haughty Americanism of like, yeah, you, can, you live in Africa. You've got nothing. You can't possibly be having a good life or know how to do anything. You know, the Arab air had that vibe to it. I feel like it did. I feel like it was Kevin Bacon's character has to grow a bit. Okay, because I feel like he's. I'm, I'm trying to remember. The was plot he a jerk? I, was, I never saw it. I feel like he was kind of a jerk, and I'm not a fan of, of of the main character being a jerk
0: and having a transformation and becoming a good guy, like that kind of Scrooge idea. It's because it's kind of it's a
1: Scrooge idea,
0: isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they if... kind of have
1: a change of heart. Whatever. Well, I feel like he's going to this rich guy <sighs> becomes like. I'm gonna. Guy. S- I'm gonna speak out of out of term. I'm gonna not speak out of term. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't adequately remember the movie enough to 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 Erica. say like well, yeah to fair say enough. why he's there, so fair enough, uh, but I do want to revisit I do want to watch it again
0: <laughs> that could be yeah. a whole series that might that yeah. might flow into our top five top five white
1: guys who um like douchey white guys, so it's got to be douchey doc right. Hollywood would be in there, doc Hollywood would be in there, although it's yeah, it's weird 'cause he's he was from a small town we learn. But everyone just assumed like he's a he was hot a, shot. He was a Hollywood hot shot. Yeah. And he certainly. It's got your favorite song in it. Yeah. Oh man, I am the one and only Chesney I Hawks. I am the
0: one and only.
1: It's love that one anyway. Full frontal nudity too, by the way. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, sort of shocking sort for of. a PG-13 movie. Um. You was, you're talking about when she comes out of the water? Yeah. But you don't, you don't see everything. I think you, you do. No, I think it's, just, I mean, I think I it's just top half. Okay. I'm sure you can consult Corey because he's probably got a, <laughs> probably. a running database or whatever. Yeah. It's um, sticky. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah. speaking of hot and sticky, <laughs> no. Not. We are going to be talking to uh, Andre Gower. Oh, man. I totally forgot Ryan what you talking about. Yes. Yeah. Jeez, we're going to be you. talking to Sean and Rudy. From the Monster Squad, uh, in a couple weeks, as a part of this kind of, this will be our lead up. We're gonna obviously today we're gonna be talking about 1987's The Monster Squad, and its song "Rock Until You Drop" by Michael Cimbello. Uh, um, yep,
1: yeah, perfect. And and also we should say there's a there's a sort of bonus component to this in that uh, Andre, um, who plays Sean in the movie, has directed a documentary about the movie called The Wolfman's Got Nards, the appropriately titled Wolfman's Got Nards um, documentary, uh, which is coming out at the end of October on Amazon. You can pre-order now. And uh, it's very, very exciting.
0: Super exciting. He's been working on this for a really long time. And, you know, we had just watched... Uh, Lionsgate put a DVD out years ago that has like a five part documentary on it. Um, but I, and I obviously that's about specifically about the movie. I think his, it's probably, it seems to me like it's going to be more about the cultural phenomenon that is this film. And it's what it's had on people in the, in the past 25 years. Right.
1: I mean, this is a movie that, um, Sort of came out um, similar time to the Goonies, off the Goonies craze. And I think a lot of people said this is just a Goonies ripoff, but Which it's, it's not not at all. And and, um, and if you said that, that's absurd to How me. I dare you. Um, when
0: you think about those movies, those buddy kid movies, Explorers, Goonies, like where it's a group. I think more than two kids is considered a group, right? Yeah, three.
1: That's what I always. That's my rule of thumb. <laughs> Yeah. If there like if there's more than two kids in front of me, I'm like, you are a group. Right? I'm like, hang on, I think we're just kind of like a, like a, a gathering. Two's a couple. Yeah. Three's a few. Yep. Uh, yeah. Four's a group. There you go. No, three's a group. Three's, three's a group. group. Three's yeah. a group. But
0: yeah, that that movie, I think this movie definitely inspired Stranger Things. I know that gets brought up a lot. That movie, Summer of '84, that we that you and I, well, you watched it a while back.
1: <laughs> you watched it a while you back. You watched, I watched it. it. I reviewed it.
0: Yes, uh, but watching Summer of '84 is like actually this has elements of Monster Squad in it too, just with the the, the group of kids and the, sure. the clubhouse element. You know,
1: sure, it's like the the '80s staple of like the kids um, that are like we're clearly kids. We don't really know adult stuff, but we also are kind of obsessed with like one thing. And usually there's like a, something that people are like, well, that you're just being silly kids. You're being, you know, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, you know, or saying it's a conspiracy is is silly. Although the Goonies, I'm thinking about it now, the Goonies didn't really have that. It was just more like they were just into exploring.
0: Yeah. They were just explorers.
1: Like they had that kind of, like certainly Sean Astin. Mikey and Goonies is like, oh, you know, Dad, it's the attic. It's the style. Like, he was fascinated with that stuff. The they didn't way.
0: have a clubhouse, though. They didn't, it wasn't implied that they like met on a regular basis to have their kind of to, meetings. to hash it out, right. To be, ha- be in their club. Because in the Monster Squad, they're in a club.
1: Right. They start out as a club. They just like monsters. They like drawing monsters, talking about monsters. Yeah. It's like a book club, but just for monsters. Which
0: I always wanted to be a part of. Did you have a club when you were a kid? Were you a part of a club, a group?
1: Did no, but I thing. but I certainly wanted to be a part of a club. I remember saying, I remember, actually, it's funny. This has just came back to me now. The uh, uh, so at some point in this movie, they create like business cards, like yeah. as if that's a priority and as if that matters, and as as if they're like Ghostbusters or like there's any, yeah, you know, uh, there's a market out there for hiring kids to uh, to to kill monsters. But uh, I remember with my brother, I was like, oh. I'm starting a group and I I, I started the group called the Rad Patrol Ooh. and it was more it may have been influenced actually by the Brad Patrol makes um, sense
0: another group yeah so but movie.
1: I but I made I made I made us business cards and I think maybe he knew karate and it's definitely something with nunchucks and I don't remember cool. I don't remember but yes so I'll need to revisit my subconscious
0: the Rad Patrol I love it
1: was the RAD Patrol. I want to and, be part of the RAD Patrol. Can we uh, Yeah, make you're that, in. Can we, you're yay! In. You're in.
0: No initiation fees nope. or anything like nope. that?
1: You just got to be RAD. But I, I actually think that RAD was an acronym because I was like, oh, I was really into the idea of acronyms. Yeah. Radical Awesome. It may have been Radical Awesome Dude Patrol.
0: Oh, wow. It may
1: have been that. I can't say for sure. I'll have to What const- year was this? Um, 80... I don't know, 85.
0: Okay. Yeah. So way, way ahead of its time in a way. Um, You know, obviously, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan. And uh,
1: I did know that. And at one
0: point, uh, because I was more of a fan of like NWA, which became WCW and Ric Flair and Sting. But there was a group of guys that called themselves the dudes with attitudes.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, yeah.
0: And I thought, oh, that's so cool. I want to be the dudes with Attitude. And that's when Ruse came out. Yep, yep. uh, But you were like ahead of the curve with the
1: the RAD. With the RAD Patrol. RAD
0: Patrol. I like
1: that. But now I'm thinking about it now. Like RAD, having RAD stand for Radical Awesome Dudes is weird. Because you have an abbreviation of RADICAL in the acronym. And then to have... Yeah, but you're what?
0: How old were you? Well, I was young.
1: I was young. Yeah. (laughs) Right.
0: 10 maybe I don't know, yeah.
1: I would say, Nine. right? I would give myself this the, the, the rat patrol somewhere in the eight to ten range.
0: Okay, I'm digging it. Rat patrol, we might have to come yeah. up with a uh, uh a logo yeah. for our show. The rat patrol, be a part of the rat patrol, Pat- the rad kids, be a part of the rad kids. Um, <laughs>
1: because <laughs> yeah, two dollar late fees doesn't, doesn't two dollar LFers does, doesn't work, it's kind of kind of well. doesn't flow off the tongue. No. Be a part of the rat patrol, the rat patrol, the two dollar late fee rad. Patrol. That's what we should do. We should start a Patreon. And be like, join the Rad Patrol. You get a badge. And you get you get, get a, Yeah, you, you absolutely get a badge. Sticker. A button. Mixtape. Mixtape.
0: And a quarterly, uh, bi-quarterly newsletter.
1: Oh, man. I, I am <laughs> I am in for this. I'm Bi-yearly. Gonna, I'm going to set up right now. I'm actually totally cool with that, too. Bi-yearly.
0: You heard it here first, folks. Yep. Um, and obviously, this is all leading into the idea that the Monster Squad kids were so cool. I thought they were so cool. Every single one every single one of them. Totally. Obviously, Sean is the, the leader. And in a lot of this, guys, we're going to be talking to, because we're talking to Andre and Ryan uh, later on, we're going to cover a lot more ground with Monster Squad, with them, obviously. With
1: the movie. We'll be talking about the documentary. Yeah. There's going to be a, lot of, a lot, of, lot of layers. And I feel like, yeah, for, I'm with you. I think for this part, we just...
0: This is more personal stuff. Yeah,
1: this is very what it means to us and what it meant to us and what yeah. it means to us now. And, um, yeah, we're n- we probably won't rehash all that much of the movie.
0: No, I mean, we might cover, obviously, th- there's some, definitely some notable things to point out because we just watched it. We just watched it like, right we before we recorded this. Like, like 30 <laughs>
1: seconds before <laughs> we had record.
0: But there are moments where I'm like, oh, I forgot that guy was in it. Or I forgot, oh, I forgot that this guy was in blah, 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 blah. We're going to get to all that today. Yeah. Um, But, but from the get-go, Revisiting this film, uh, which I I know you and I both have watched it more than once <laughs> since it came out, uh, there's it just had such a fun nostalgia to it, and the 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 kids the kids seem totally believable. It just it, nothing was cliche. Uh, it was it was sweet. It's, it's not a perfect film by any means. It definitely has its moments. I love the fact that it's 80 minutes long. I mean, we you and I talked about that that there was a time, guys, when Movies were short and sweet, and they and then they would come out with director's cuts on DVD, or they come out with the deleted mm-hmm. scenes on DVD. Not when, not back in the day on VHS, but um. You know, Dances with Wolves kind of changed that whole dynamic. That movie came out, and everybody was like,
1: "Whoa, I want to see an epic movie." Well, like The Godfather, you know. Certainly, I mean, there there, yeah. there are these epic movies, but I feel like they were just kind of limited to certain directors and um True, yeah and you know and and as and as directors get gain more marketable status the studios start to kind of let that leash be a little longer and then it's yep. a little longer and then all of a sudden you've got a three and a half hour movie and they're like okay peter jackson that's fine <laughs>
0: yeah, just that's go. fine just
1: you, just do that you don't need to cut out anything it's it's all necessary to the story and you're like is it though like 90 minutes to me is perfect it's my favorite like if somebody says it's 90 minutes i'm like yes this was 80 minutes this was 80 so Uh, 80 minutes at the time i was only familiar with movies
0: this short being movies that went straight to video so like there was this production company it's still in business called full moon entertainment they would do like 76 minute long movies Mm -hmm. and i'm like wait that's even better that 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 was like what they used to do back in the day with with uh, Flash Gordon, the black and white version, you know, or um, uh, Invaders yep. on the Moon, or something—I yep. don't know—like classic serials, right? And we combine it, it was seventy-six yep. minutes long. This is kind of surprising to me that it was only eighty minutes, but it fits perfectly. Like you watch it, we watched it tonight, and I said, "I said I don't feel like this movie should have been even any longer. Like it—it—it it, it, it just flows. Re- the pacing is so good. No,
1: but apparently it was—it was longer, and the studio was like." Hey, can you uh, chop 30 minutes out of this? Because we want to get it to, to under 90.
0: The fact that it was under 90 is shocking to me. But I and, guess it makes sense and, they can show up more times in a movie theater. Right?
1: And, like, and like 10 minutes under 90, though.
0: That's a lot of time. Like, yeah. Because when movies come out of a director's cut and you say, with four extra minutes of footage, you're like, whoa, that's a lot of time. Right? Yep. There was a scene in uh, Escape from New York uh, that explains when Snake Plissken gets arrested for robbing... Um, a bank or a federal building or whatever in the beginning of the movie that yeah. they cut out. And it kind of, I like that scene because it, 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 it reveals why he got to where he is, right? How they got him. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I understand why it's unnecessary, why they cut it. It makes total sense too. But I like that scene. That scene was maybe a minute or so long, 10 minutes. That's a lot of time they cut out.
1: Yeah, like well, why not just try and get it to the 90 you know why because that's normally how it would work you know it's like 80 okay minutes. we're at 89 we're great you know like 80. um maybe there was an mo- if they cut out if they
0: cut out another montage i'm gonna be so pissed i don't know we'll you know, find out we'll we love find out. montages
1: yeah <laughs> we'll find out i do love a montage um normally i feel like studios want to add something for exposition purposes or whatever yeah. um most recently, I was thinking about that in terms of th- that that opening scene in Big Trouble in Little China. And we'll have to cover that movie for sure, too. Oh, we will. Um,
0: Maybe we'll have to have Aaron on for yeah, that. Yeah,
1: Aaron. Man. my wife uh, is the uh, world's foremost uh, Big Trouble in Little China expert, uh, per myself calling her that. <laughs> um, she disagrees. Anyway, um... Yeah, so I I also wanted to be these kids. I, I thought they were amazing, and specifically Rudy, who was like the coolest guy on the screen,
0: with his penny loafers, handling
1: the bullies and uh, you know taking care of business, and is the only guy who's actually preparing for this. You know, he's just he's like the newest member to the monster club. He's older. He's older. We should say Rudy is in junior high. All the rest of the kids are in high school. And there's this. um
0: they're in they're they're probably what? Sorry, four, they're in fifth elementary graders? school. Sixth graders. I'm going to say they're fifth or sixth graders.
1: Yeah, they seem on the older side of, yeah. of elementary school. Um, they can certainly write in cursive and do fourth grade math. I think <laughs> yeah. so. Um, with a cat head teacher. But who uh, <laughs> looks totally like a cat? Yeah, awesome. teacher looks like a cat. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we're introduced to Rudy when uh, when Horace, also known as Fat Kid in the movie, yep. is being bullied by. E.J. played by Jason uh, Harvey from the uh, Wonder Years,
0: and and a big pro wrestling fan too. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that. Oh, really? He
0: actually worked with Eric Bischoff, who was a big guy behind the scenes with WCW, and had a huge was a huge pro wrestling fan. If you look it up, he's he was behind. He did a lot of behind the scenes. Stuff. Oh,
1: okay. So he worked. He worked behind he worked, the scenes. Yeah, he
0: worked for them too. And he would do uh, commentating. And I don't know if it, I don't know if he did commentating. But he dated one of the valets at uh-huh. one
1: point. Oh, as part of the story, or nope, oh. like
0: for real, Missy Hyatt.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, that's exciting. Oh, yeah, he's a huge wrestling
1: fan. Um, so I'd see
0: him in the Wonder Years. Then he pops up in WCW. Okay. And I'm like, what's he doing there? Anyways, yeah.
1: Well, most most known as Wayne. Yeah, you know from the Wonder Years. But EJ. Uh, but EJ is just you EJ. EJ bullying uh, <laughs> Horace. Rudy, such a dick. Rudy, Rudy pulls up. Does a little yep. fish tail on his bike, lights a lights a match off of his loafers. Off his
0: loafers. By the way, I had a pair of penny loafers. Because of Rudy. because of Rudy. Oh, and I, I didn't realize that you those things slip like a mofo because there's no tread. Right. They're flat. Right. And so you can buy stickers that go on the bottom <sighs> of your shoes to give you a tread. And but I would still slip and kids oh would make God. fun of me. What are you wearing those? I'm not going to repeat what they said. Oh, they say that no. word in this movie a couple times. There's a lot of that. EJ says it. EJ does. Uh, the H version of that word is thrown out a few times by Sean. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different time. It was a different, when back then it was considered like an okay thing to do. But anyway. Well,
1: I, I don't think it was an okay thing. I mean, I think that's kind of the point. Like, I don't I, I feel like kids today are still saying these things. They, shouldn't. And they don't know it's that, it's that it's not right. Um, but yeah, Rudy rolls up, saves uh, saves Horace from EJ, in a very in a very well known pivotal scene. But I'm curious, that way. right? It really is. But I but I've wondered how this relationship uh, came about this this Horace Rudy you yeah. know friendship, and then from that point it's like, well, Rudy you know Rudy wants to be in the club, and I'm like. Why does Rudy want to be in the club? The monster club? It doesn't really make sense. I think he's a much deeper character. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot a lot to a would lot to explore.
0: "Quote unquote cool kid who's a few years older than them, at least a couple.
1: J- junior high, yeah. Well, depending on your junior high, mine was 7th and 8th, right? Some people, and eighth some people some people 6th, 7th and
0: 8th. Yeah. Let's say he's 8th grade.
1: So, but he's not he's not a 6th grader. Like no. he's a he's, you know, he's smoking, he's a he's a Yeah, he looks like an eighth grader. If you're an eighth grader, you don't want to hang out with fourth grade kids. Typically, you you typically don't. So that's one of those things of like, okay, I want to be in this club. He gets a little monster test, Um, but then ultimately becomes the guy who's like the most prepared. Uh, You know, he he kills more monsters than anybody. He has five kills under his belt. (laughs) Five kills. He's got
0: five tally marks. Five kills. Three vampires. So talk about uh, all of Wolfman this. Yeah. and uh the mummy. Yeah. Wow, he he takes them out. He's badass. He
1: takes out he takes out three vampires.
0: There are three vampire women.
1: He takes all the three out?
0: Yeah. They don't show him kill all three but, but he's sitting over the three bodies. Okay, okay. When Wolfman right. shows up. Right. After he's been Mangalore Mountain sucked back together as a right 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 as a right which answers yeah. the question can you blow up a wolf man yep yeah. the answer is the answer is no no well you can but he will you won't kill he him. will resurrect played by John um Grease,
1: Jonathan Grease
0: who we love so much and I pointed out that he a year later played a werewolf again in Friday Night Part 2 Uh obviously not as memorable but it shocked me as a kid because I was like wait this guy played a werewolf. This is before I knew about it's typecasting. Confusing. That's what well, I know. And yeah. I thought, wait, is he going to play? Is that is that just all he does? But he's no, it's not. a werewolf guy. Because no. I was like, no, that's Laszlo Holly You saw
1: him in, in, your, in your favorite movie.
0: That is my, yes. Number Real two of all time. genius. And, he's, and I think when I saw him in this, I'm like, oh, it's Laszlo Holly. He has such a small role in this. I want him to have a bigger, bigger role. Because yeah. he's so good. But obviously, you know. It's a, it, for an 80-minute movie, everybody's going to have kind of a small role. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. I, I, yeah. What's shocking to me is people go, oh, that's Uncle Rico. And I go,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. I get
0: that. You know, People will look at oh, these God. actors now. This generation, this yeah. generation will yeah. look at actors now and not remember them from their time before. I get that. That's fine. However, if you want to know who he really is, what his body of work, check out the other stuff he's done.
1: Yeah, he's like the the owner of the arcade in that movie Joystick? Oh yeah. Joy, yeah. Good drop of knowledge. Joystick? Was that I was, was like remote control sex
0: comedy? Teen I sex think comedy? so. Yeah. I
1: think so, yeah. That's one I want to revisit too. Yeah. Um you're going to more than the air up there. The, the <laughs> well, I would the air up there. I would concur that
0: I would I'd be totally Rather watch joystick instead of the air up there. Yeah, air up there is a Touchstone movie too, by the way. And Touchstone put out some,
1: some stinkers. Some Stankers. Yeah.
0: Oh man! But what a great logo! Is it? <laughs> yeah. You love your basketball.
1: Um, you love basketball. I do love basketball, but I mean, but I've seen some movies where like it's just clear that the basketball is not good, and so then I become more judgy because, um, you know, if you're gonna have a movie about basketball, like Teen Wolf all right, I think we've discussed this. <laughs> we Team Wolf is shitty basketball. Yeah. And it's like- We love that movie, but still, yeah. But it's it's almost inexcusable. It's just like, you know, yeah, teams. Yeah, teams that just have like kids where it's like, they can't even, like just an over the head throwing catapult thing. And you're like, that's not even, like, how do you work with that? I don't know as a coach. So um, That's how I felt about yeah. like uh Ready to Rumble,
0: the wrestling movie. I'm like, you have pro wrestlers in your movie right. and you're not showing it from every angle you're like doing close up yeah. angles Oliver right. Platt is the one that's wrestling in the ring
1: of course you're going to be more critical right
0: I get that he's yeah. a great actor I love Oliver Platt but show some real wrestlers
1: and the Rated Rumble is uh, uh David Arquette yes
0: and Scott Kahn yeah and yeah. that was a bunch of WCW wrestlers and it tanked rightfully so yeah. it's not it's no no holds barred and no holds barred is a piece of crap too
1: that's terrible what did you think of uh, the wrestling in Peanut Butter Falcon <laughs>
0: Actually, I thought it was that was a great representation.
1: Yeah.
0: And man, what a great movie. If you guys haven't seen that, I love that movie. It's it's so good. I love that movie. It's so good. And Jake the Snake Roberts has a cameo. So does Mick Foley. I mean, two legends of the ring. I want to watch that. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church is great in that in a small role. And Shia LaBouffe, like, yeah, really good. That's a really sweet film. It's great.
1: It's great. I want to watch that more than The Air Up There and. ready to No. joysticks right. joysticks I thought yeah. you when you said like right peanut
0: right. butter I thought you I, I thought you' were about to say peanut butter solution, oh, peanut butter solution. and I thought whoa that's, <laughs> if you don't know our wacky Wednesdays on um, Instagram please
1: weird movie Wednesday Weird to sorry be weird clear. movie <laughs> yeah. we can call them whatever we want it could be wacky I whacked mean, out yeah
0: um but but getting back to <laughs> getting back to this wacky uh retelling of House of Frankenstein I love this on by the way on oh. IMDB when people chime in with their own opinions everyone's entitled Everyone's got an asshole blah blah yeah. blah um it it's got elements of so many homages to it's a it's an homage to classic horror films across the board, but the fact that it's got um uh, it it's it's its own movie you know it's it's kids it's not Abbott and Costello, but it's got elements of that I know Fred decker even the director said that uh that he was influenced by Abbott and Costello a little bit, which makes total mm-hmm. sense. But this is a movie that has, you know, like Stan Winston did the, did the special effects.
1: Right. I mean, I almost feel like we should should have led with that one, huh?
0: The the fact that this amazing. movie is really well made. Yeah. It, it looks so well made, you know. Um, and I guess it flopped when it came out.
1: Yep, like uh, like many of them, and I'm sure we'll 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 deep dive into into all that as more facts unfold. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, it's such a shame. and I think I remember seeing this movie in the theater with my mom, who I saw most of my movies with, and just being so into it. And when it came out on video, renting it multiple times, so many great lines. You know. I love little Phoebe saying, Don't be chicken shit is probably one of my favorite lines. Hey
1: guys, don't be chicken
0: shit. My yeah, brother and great. I will probably rewind that over yeah. and over again incessantly. She's,
1: I mean, pr- arguably the best part of the movie. Phoebe. Yeah,
0: her like... and um, like a baby version of Richard Farnsworth, as I like yeah. to say.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, Who is
0: Eugene, by the way?
1: Kid, kid. Did, did your mom like love movies and that she why loved she loved movies? Okay. The loves, yeah, currently still. Um, yeah
0: and she took me to everything
1: but it wasn't just because like because you were like i want to i want to see it it's like no she also wanted to like she she loved going like yeah
0: because we'd saw yeah. everything dude like i love that we would see everything from romancing the stone to aliens to the fly to hellraiser unfortunately and right seen, you've seen some messed up stuff i've seen some messed yeah. up movies with my mom against all yeah. odds yeah which I think came out in '83, so I was probably seven at the time. I don't think I should have seen that movie. Uh, I mean, this is this is the psyche. I saw shit that I was definitely not supposed to see. Or like being a parent now and go, "Whoa, I'm not going to show this." Like we we're watching Monster Squad, and my son who's six, I won't show this movie to him until he's like seven or eight because there's some intense scenes. You know, when uh, when the squad goes to the house to find the amulet uh towards the end of the movie it's very creepy it's very intense it's very nightmare inducing i had lots of nightmares as a kid i had lots of night yeah, terrors i don't
1: kid. know why
0: gee i wonder yeah. why um outside of the fact that i was you know kidnapped and well right
1: and and, I, and you actually ha- you actually had people knocking on your door like i knocking on your windows like that's Knocking terrifying. on windows.
0: someone yeah. tried to break into our house right i think lo- uh, that chain lock was on the door right trying to get and in you think
1: house. that was like your mom's ex-boyfriend that would try to break in
0: an ex-boyfriend tried to break in one time right Uh, there was there was a random person who tried to get in our house another time we had these oh this is creepy we uh one of the houses i lived at i I moved around probably 10 times when i moved to california so from 84 83 yeah 83 to um 94 i want to say or no 90 83 no 83 to 90 i moved around i moved at least 10 times Wow, at least ten times.
1: That's uh, yeah, that's an obscene amount of times. That's so much. That I mean, that's traumatic. And I changed in itself.
0: school districts twice. Yeah, uh, which sucks. Mid year, no, three times. Mid year, never mid year. Always okay. That's so considerate. That was considerate. Um, but yeah. one of the houses we lived in, I my bedroom was located in the front of the house. And there was a walkway with my bedroom was right next to the door. Yeah, and there was a window that faced out to the driveway. From my bedroom, and that window had um, the the mirror glass on it, uh-huh. so they could they could they couldn't see in, but you could see out. Yeah, but I didn't know that that flipped. It had to do with the light. So it flipped at night. You could see in what, and I had shutters that you close at night, right? Right. And so people could see in the windows.
1: But you'd open the shutters at night and just see yourself?
0: Yeah. You'd see a reflection.
1: Well, it was faint. Yeah,
0: it was very right, faint. Right, cause Yeah. predominantly. But but it was almost like it just got diluted, mm-hmm. right? And um, I remember these people pounding on our door one day. And then I opened up the shutters to look. And they could, and they were looking in at me. Jesus. And I, I mean, I thought they yeah. saw me. Maybe right. they could. You can yeah. still see a faint line, you know. I think uh, it's, it's a little fuzzy. Were you asleep?
1: No, this was in daytime. Oh, daytime. This is daytime. Okay.
0: Uh, I was home alone.
1: Okay. Oh man. <laughs> trying oh, to get in the house. God.
0: Trying to get in the house. Good shit. Good good. Wait, times. so how'd that end? Like, what happened? They eventually just left. Oh. And I remember telling my mom about it. You know, God. I don't know if the cops were called. I don't remember. Yeah. Um
1: Like, you didn't call the cops at that.
0: No, I was too traumatized. Right,
1: you're just gonna do like a little Home Alone thing. Like, look if they come in, I'm gonna have to just battle them with whatever yeah. I can find. I got my
0: rubber knife, and I got my EnterTech uh, yeah. water gun, and I'm gonna right.
1: scare them because I look like Jack Burton. I mean, it's probably. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, at that point, you like to think that if anybody did break in and they saw just like a child, they'd be like, "Okay, this is not." You, yeah, you this hope. is a weird time, know. though, you know. Yeah.
0: And obviously, being so influenced by all the movies I watched, oh, yeah, and dude. and I was just thinking, like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm die. Oh yeah, yeah. This is gonna end
1: horribly for me. I'm gonna die. Right, this is gonna cloak and dagger. Yeah, in, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, and so I didn't
0: have a group like the Monster Squad. I wish I did. Could have called up EJ. Right.
1: Well, you were moving too much. That was the problem. I think not if you, EJ. If you could have called up EJ, and he would have bullied you yeah. into ripped your comic books. You would in have been half. like I, what they
0: did to Horace, where they wouldn't let him in the uh, the, the convenience store when he's trying. When he yeah. was battling the creature from the Black Lagoon. What an ass.
1: Um, but yeah, I think if you had had the opportunity to 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 plant more more seeds,
0: well, in, you and I in, would have been part it, of the rad club
1: for sure. And once again, that's why we're starting it now.
0: Yes, to make <laughs> making up for lost time. Writing
1: the wrongs and society. Um, yeah, so I mean, I don't want to say too much more about this movie. I feel like <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is uh, this is the idea though, the yeah. idea that
0: that we're just we're just we're just teasing.
1: It's yeah. a little bit of a teaser.
0: Uh the the our feelings about this movie. I think uh, are what coming across, are coming across right now. This movie had a huge impact on me as a kid. Sounds like it did with you too.
1: Yeah, me too. It was just a really cool movie. I don't remember if I saw it in the theater. I feel like I. Did. I mean, I definitely rented it. You know, times a billion. Um, quoted it? Did you quote it a lot? I quoted. Well, I don't know. I mean, a, a little. I mean, just in terms of like. Um, you know semantics and movies that are trying to make you take on a certain language for kids. Like, were you were you dorked? You know, it's is very strange to me. It's I never a very, said that. It's a very no. I I don't know anybody who did it. Um, that'll be uh, I feel like an interesting question as far as the the writing of it. Um, did you ever get kicked and you ever say, oh, I got someone kicked me in the Nars. Nope, never I said ne- that. Neither did I. Never said that. I think I think I evolved from balls. To nuts, to sack, sack to wally bangers. I don't. Know. I. I mean, there's just so many other words. Colorado,
0: Colorado Rocky Mountain balls. <laughs> Colorado or, oyster. Or Colorado oyster is that what it's called <laughs> from Funny Farm? Yes.
1: Yeah, there are Colorado oysters. Is that a real yeah.
0: thing? Can you eat goats testicles?
1: Um, you can. Yeah, or they're both testicles, I think. Oh. Yeah. What's the point? Like, why? Um. I mean, why eat any part of an animal? I agree. I mean, really? I guess in a way... They have different tastes, textures, uh, nutrients.
0: Is it like those deep-fried octopus I mean, heads?
1: Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think there's <laughs> some brain food, that right, critical. that's just like more of the novelty of like, I'm eating a bird beak. Like, I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah, hey, look at me, everybody. I'm eating the shrimp head I'm at the sushi whole, restaurant.
1: eating the whole thing. But yeah. then there's also, you know, like certain organs within an animal are, they do carry more um, nutrition for you.
0: Yeah. Like a Bulls testes. Bulls
1: testes. I've I never had a Bulls testes.
0: I never got, I, unfortunately, because my name is Zach and it sounds like sack, um, I got called Ball Sack all the time. Sack of shit. Uh, smack. Oh.
1: My brother. Brother. Oh, it was just your brother. Yeah. Just... Other people did too, but right. it started with him. <laughs> like he, would, he would like to, like, call him
0: sack. And so I'm watching this and I'm like, I never said dork. I never said nerds. Yeah. I, I mean, it's hilarious. It, it, these are things, these are lines that Watching it now and go, man! Monster Squad uh, might have started this for sure. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, especially the Nards part. There's a there's a company called Eight Bit Zombie that put out some really cool Monster Squad t shirts mm. and patches, and had a Monster Squad club. Oh, really? Where they did the Rudy Shades, the collector coin uh, with with uh, Dracula on one side and the Monster oh. Squad logo on the other. Because there's a you can find it online. There's a cool. A monster squad logo that was made i think it, it was a foreign poster
1: off the business card or no no,
0: no. in like the m looks like fangs oh, okay and with the other creature hands around yeah. yeah, yeah. something like that anyways um there's so much there's so much fandom around this movie yeah. this is this is because i was saying is this our most popular movie we've ever discussed i think this is our most um, cult cherished film we've ever discussed. Where there's so much fandom behind it, there's so much yeah. online presence for this film. So obviously, there's so much that's already been discussed and covered with this thing. It's it's you know when we talk to the guys, we'll get to ask our version of these questions. Mm-hmm. We'll get to ask have our take. Um, but from from a personal standpoint, you know, I just love that it's it's still a part of our. Uh, culture that this movie that could have just came and went totally is pretty big it's a pretty big deal uh if you go on ebay and trying to get a vhs copy of it it, it goes for a lot of money it yeah. says something yeah. you know yeah. um i'm surprised they never made action figures for this they probably will at some point
1: you don't think they did
0: i don't think they did hmm. i mean oh so so actually you just reminded me there was a cartoon that came out in the 90s called monster force okay and it was uh, they had the rights to all the characters, and of of the Universal Monster characters, right? And it was it was a cool modern infusion of like, um, sci-fi and horror for a kids cartoon. And it was it was Van Helsing or Van Helsing's uh, descendant taking okay. on Dracula.
1: That sounds cool.
0: Dracula, Wolfman, Mummy. The Wolfman was a good guy. And okay. he was on the Monster Force. Okay. Frankenstein was a good guy. He was on the Monster Force. And I remember the... Because I have the toys. I still do. Of course. They're so cool looking. They had a great capture of the creature from the Black Lagoon, who was obviously one of the villains of yeah. the show. And I was... He's cool. But what... This brings me back to my favorite um, monster in Monster Squad is the creature. Like, from a from a... Special effects standpoint.
1: The creature from the Black Lagoon, which speaking of rights, they never call it that. No. And they refer to him in the credits as Gilman. Yes. Because I guess they didn't have the creature. Because I guess Universal had that, right? I guess so. We'll need to find that.
0: You know that John Carpenter was going to do a creature from the Black Lagoon movie when he was actually doing good movies before he did Ghost of Mars. And unfortunately... Oh, yeah. Stopped making good movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, he was going to do a Creature remake, which from a Carpenter, Carpenter's already, we know he does good remakes. The Thing is quite possibly one of the greatest sci-fi yeah, horror yeah. films of all time. Uh, he does great adaptations, a la Christine, right? Mm-hmm. One of the best Stephen King adaptations of all time, yeah. in my opinion. So I would have loved to seen his take on the Creature. From the Black Lagoon. Which sorry. Is, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, um, but the costume that Stan Winston did, and I love how people are like, mm, Stan Winston didn't do it. It was his guys that worked at the shop. Guys, you do understand, like, <laughs> there's not one guy. Rob Bottin went crazy when doing the special effects for the thing. He yeah. Went, he had, a, like, a nervous breakdown. Oh, wow. Because he did most of them by himself. Yeah. Wow. That is insane. But Stan Winston had a crew. Stan Winston is a legend.
1: Point of order, um Stan just... did not actually do this effect. He <laughs> oversaw this effect. Um he did not actually initiate it. Not to be a spoil sport, no. but he did not do it.
0: <laughs> it was not his hands that molded that creature. Yeah. Well, we all know who Stan Winston is, obviously, and and uh and then Fred Decker who directed it, you know, he he did um I, I didn't we didn't we just realized this recently that Fred Decker <laughs> wrote the Predator, um, which I would love to hear <laughs> you like that story. it under your breath. Well, yeah, I talked the talk Predator. Them. But I will say at the time, and this is 100% true, he did Night of the Creeps. And as a kid, I loved that movie. As a kid, that was a movie I would watch a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so Night of the Creeps had come out before Monster Squad. Then Monster Squad comes out, and I'm like, oh, this is like a, a kid horror film. This is great.
1: Um, I mean, I think that's well said. I do think it's very scary. Um, concept's uh, creepy, a lot a lot of no pun Um, intended. (laughs) Fred Decker, he wrote a lot of cool cool stuff. House 2, the second story. With our good
0: buddy Ari Gross. Gross. And Ari
1: loves that movie. Ari Uh, does. He does. And uh, check out that interview, by the way. Um, and if Looks Could Kill, starring Richard Grieco Man, I wanted to love that movie so much. Mistaken Identity Spy movie. I've seen that movie a lot it was big je m'appelle michael corbin uh he wrote ricochet <laughs> starring denzel washington oh
0: that's good actually ricochet Ice is tea? good and um when yep what's his name um
1: john Lithgow. <laughs>
0: yeah, John Lithgow. i almost said walter yep. metfell <laughs> Yep. you that know, walter have, that would have been different Huh? what yeah <laughs> that's a bizarre film actually it's kind of got a cool twist on on the typical it's dark thriller action it's movie. one of
1: those dark yeah
0: Man, uh, Denzel did a shit ton of action movies back in the day. Like
1: Denzel, may be my favorite actor. Really, I just decided this. I think two weeks ago, his performance in Training Day is unlike anything I've ever seen, and I don't feel like a lot of people could could do what he did in that way. You've seen Training Day, obviously. Yeah,
0: you. is that where he said Plymouth Rock? Didn't is that that is it? Is oh wait, no, that's from Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, training days with Ethan Hawke, and he's yes. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And actually, I felt like that movie reinvented the cop drama.
1: Maybe I, I don't know. It's it was a game changer. It's film. stunning. It's yeah. stunning.
0: The, uh, a movie. Well, it's funny you, you say that because there was a movie that came out around the same time with my favorite actor, Kurt Russell. There's Kurt Russell is your favorite actor. Yeah, he yeah. is. I think he's a flawless film actor, flawless performer. He was. It was a blue, some blue, blue. Uh,
1: Blue steel, Blue Lagoon.
0: It was. It took place during the Rodney King cheese. riots. It's called Dark Blue, and that came out in 2002. Uh, and
1: 2002.
0: Yes, and Training Day came out in 2001. Yeah, this came. I don't. I feel like Dark Blue mm. wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Training Day. Mm. Kind of a Dirty Cop. You know, there's tons of Dirty Cop movies, but Training Day, uh, Dark Blue. I feel like it borrowed elements because Kurt Russell's character is a little, he's like, well, this is, he's a dirty cop, but he's got the young new yeah. rookie with him. Um, Scott Speedman, and oh, yeah, who, Scott Speedman. And they both like Scott Speedman looks like a young version of Kurt Russell. And they both had that hair. And I was like, I want to have hair like that. And I grew my hair out because of that. Oh my God. I was so influenced. Anyways, it's amazing. back to monster squad specifically, um, the song, that because we always choose a song, and, <laughs> yeah. and Michael Cimbello, if you don't know who he is, he was the guy behind Maniac, Flashdance.
1: She's a maniac, maniac.
0: Oh, no, no. And actually, fun fact, Maniac was supposed to be for a horror film. Well, he had intended to write that for a horror oh, film, well. which makes sense. I mean, it's a little obvious.
1: Wait, wait, but it, it's, it's all about... Dancing. Dancing,
0: yeah, but I, he had originally. If you go to Wikipedia, oh, or like he
1: re. If I go to Wikipedia, I'll learn that he rewrote it with with dance lyrics. Yes, she's a maniac, maniac, and she's murdering people. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving it that voice, but there's something really kind of a snooty about it.
0: Well, and I and so <clears throat> when I heard "Rock Until You Drop," which was just the, the there's a monster rap at the end, which is it's, it's silly. Um,
1: well, Rocket To be clear, though, those are two separate things. Yes, yes.
0: There's, th- there's, but there's two main. There's two like main, rock songs, two main songs. songs in this movie, and out of those two, in my opinion, right, "Rock Until You
1: Drop" is is the is the I song. I feel like that because what's on what's on the full soundtrack? Like what's on it's the
0: orchestral score?
1: Right. So, so really, there's we're no not going to talk about that. No, and we don't do that on our show, we, and we're not going to talk about. Harumph. I mean, we do do that. We do we, do that. We do, we, do we do do. We have that. done that. Yes, but. This, this isn't like, this doesn't move me as like the music being an extra character in the film or something like that, where, no you know, a lot of times it is that perfect score. The score's fine. The acting's great. Yeah, you know, everything's good. But you've got Rocket Till You Drop, which plays during the montage Rocket of them training, drop. them mm-hmm. training, at a, they're officially a squad and they're, you know, getting ready for uh, the impending monster battles. One
0: dude's making business cards while Rudy's making weapons.
1: Rudy is like making bullets in Ste- shop class. He's making steaks. Um, stealing a bow and he's arrow. He's stealing a bow and arrow. It's like it's like they went out and they were like, guys, get prepared. But only Rudy was actually getting prepared. Um, and doing stuff. That's
0: uh, a great montage. Yeah. It really is. It's, and, it's nice. And did you know that Michael Cimbello actually... So I, I was like... I looked up the uh, the track, obviously, and yep. I looked at his name without putting two and two together yet. I said, wait, why do I know that guy's name? Why does that sound familiar? Then I look it up and I go, holy shit, he did Maniac, which is one of, the more, one of the most popular soundtrack songs from the 80s, I would say, for sure. Yeah. Um, but then he did songs for Cocoon, <laughs> and if you want to see something really funny, go check out that. It's called Gravity. Go check it out on YouTube. It's hilarious. Um but for Independence Day and Gremlins, that's kind of crazy that he did songs for those movies. That's
1: uh, also cool. Weird jumps, like yeah, like '90s Independence Day, and then he, he wrote he wrote a, a lot of stuff. For he other just wrote some too. songs for Gremlins.
0: Uh, he has a, one of his songs is featured in Gremlins. <laughs> so uh he's got a strong uh, brazilian influence okay (laughs) uh... Uh, but i but i but looking up when i looked up his name and and clicked on the maniac and it said the category for that is synth pop and so as a kid i always wondered are these songs pop songs are they rock songs are they what's the genre Right? Yeah. I never knew about synth
1: pop as a kid. As, as a genre. I feel
0: like that's maybe a new term. I've never heard
1: that. Like in the eighties yeah. I never heard. That. Like
0: obviously synth wave, which yeah. we love, is is used all the time now. Yeah. But synth wave was not used in the eighties, right?
1: No. No, it wasn't.
0: It's very interesting. Yeah. Anyways, Rock Until You Drop is I'm gonna love that song. Synth Pop. Um, and it's
1: got a great hook to it.
0: Rock until you drop.
1: Dance into your feet Beep, yeah doop, I, doop, doop, doop. I don't love it but of course it'll be in my head for the rest of the year well that says something um it's just an earworm No, gets I mean it's there. definitely the best the best song in the movie. Um, yeah, and the Monster Squad kids are involved in this in this rap. Maybe we can play a little bit of that. Just <laughs> just to get it out of the way. A little Monster <laughs> Squad rap. <laughs> get it out of the way. Uh, Which Michael
0: Cimbello performs on as well. Yep, yep. He's a uh, he's an interesting looking dude, by the way. He's got great facial hair, great in the wondrous sense. Like, wow, it's crazy facial hair.
1: Uh, sorry, something just triggered a memory. Do you, do you remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Of course I do. The with Ninja one. Rap with Vanilla Ice, right? And also great, crazy hair too. And that's funny. It's just, but it's like a funny thing to like, like after the good guys have won and there's like a celebration and I remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it's just like, you know, they're like, what do you give it? I give it a 9.95 and then that song comes on it's like 9.95 oh and I'm just thinking of keep it jumping, keep it pumping. Oh <laughs> then it, like it just has that kind of feeling at the end of the Monster Squad too. It's oh like, man, I think, I think, we'd be starting something. Like, oh shit. Something like that. It's, you from, know it.
0: I love how you said there's something like that. Something like, like you that. You know well, the lyrics. I, I don't wanna don't pretend like I don't, you don't wanna know.
1: misquote them is all I'm saying. Like if I like like I don't want somebody to hear this and then go, Well, actually mm. it's it's the guys, shouldn't be better than starting something and you, you know It's the same guy that says Stan
0: Winston yeah. didn't do all the special right. effects. It's that same person.
1: <laughs> actually, not to be a spoil sport, but
0: I think Martin Scorsese didn't direct after hours. yes I think it's A D did.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure shut up <laughs> shut up
0: um did you see cool as ice no oh okay no it didn't intrigue really? me i saw it, it opening day oh my god Wow. i saw a no holds barred opening day going back to no holds barred yeah but that makes sense because i was a huge wrestling fan that yeah. makes sense i think we knew going into it uh, uh as cool as ice that it was gonna be terrible but but that's why we went opening day yeah like we gotta go see this it's gonna be so bad it's good right
1: I mean, it was so bad, it's
0: of bad. Course. And yeah. they're like, holy shit, it's Michael Gross from Family Ties.
1: And tremors? <laughs> tremors? Yeah. Tremors is not...
0: I'm not a big Tremors fan. No. People are like, oh, yeah, Tremors. I'm like, yeah. The movie, this, we are, this is... It's a fun cast. The Halloween, know? it's a great cast. And the concept is, is great, too. I just, it didn't do it for me. I think Kevin Bacon kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I
1: think really? he was a
0: little hot-headed in that.
1: Yeah, he was. And
0: I love Fred Ward. I love Fred Ward.
1: The only thing I think about is just them pole vaulting, you know, from rock to rock. Cool concept. It is. And then just like the amount of upper body strength you actually need to pole vault correctly.
0: And I just felt bad for the guy who plays Egg Shen in Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, right. Because he ends up getting killed by one of the graboids. Right, he does. Graboids. Graboids? Let's call them graboids. Graboids.
1: Yeah. It's weird.
0: Yeah, because obviously this is in tune with our Halloween theme episode. Uh, Halloween is right around the corner. And, you know, talking about some scary movies.
1: You got a costume? I do. Are you allowed to share it? Or Oh, it, I'll, yeah. So, uh, so Bodie's like,
0: you know, th- th- last year he was all about he Well, actually, two years ago he was all about He-Man. Last year he was Karate Kid. This year he wants to be Cobra Commander from G.I. Joe. Mm. I love it. And I, and so I said, Bodie, who do you want me to be? And I don't have blonde hair. I've got salt and pepper. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I said, Do you want me to be General Hawk? That's cool. And he goes, No, I want you to be Flint. I said, Okay, I'll be Flint. His mom's gonna be Lady J and uh, well she's like maybe I'll Flint I is will Bill be. Ratner, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, with so the, I, with the beret, the beret the yeah. i um, and, and, and I'm going with cartoon Flint, not the action figure. 'Cause the action yeah. figure had a black shirt. The yeah. cartoon had a green shirt. I'm going with Green. No, you
1: shirt. gotta go cartoon. I'm yeah. gonna
0: go yeah. cartoon. Yeah. So so I found a cool Cobra Commander mask, like the silver mask. I got an old gladiator helmet that I'm repurposing. Yeah. Blue. He's gonna look like a mini Cobra Commander. He's gonna look amazing. He wants to be Cobra Commander.
1: That's so exciting.
0: And that's not even his favorite Joe. So uh, you know.
1: So it's yeah. Halloween but aesthetically kind of... that makes sense, you know. It's yeah. Really exciting. Yeah. I so I mean I'm excited to see that. Oh, it's gonna be great. I, I feel like yeah, train him with the voice. Train him. Oh, yeah. Well, we just watched G.I. Joe, the
0: movie. And you know when Cobra Commander Galobulus, played by Burgess Meredith in the movie, uses his spores on Cobra Commander yeah. and reverts Cobra Commander back into snake form. Yes. And he goes, oh, I man. used to be a man. I used to be a man. I think it's the yeah. same voice actor that did Starscream on Transformers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Bodie's walking around the house going, I used to be a man.
1: yeah that guy's his name is escaping me but he's like a maniac yeah brilliant yeah
0: the voice cast for gi joe transformers so good so good so good the best times the best times um speaking of the best times 1987 yeah as we segue into the year Mm -hmm. um instead of going over specifically the year 1987 i thought it'd be kind of cool to Got some fun facts that happened in October October-een. of 98. I love it. So um, one big, just a, a fun thing because I think he is a, an icon of music. George Harrison released the song "Got My Mind Set on You." Oh yeah, I love that song. And the video's great. Yeah, what a what a like saintly dude George Harrison. Yeah, you know. And didn't he get stabbed? He got stabbed. Someone broke into his house and stabbed him once. Um, he, that's not how he died. That, he died right. of cancer. No, that, but.
1: that sounds familiar. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have much else to say.
0: I don't know why. That, that, that just like stood out fun. to me. I was like, I'm going to go with something sweet before we go into the dark stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, because one of the dark things that happened oh, was on October. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> October of... Uh, October 19th, Black Monday struck in 1987. That was when stock markets plummeted, crashed. Um, The Dow Jones index fell 508.32 points, four and a half times the previous daily record. I only bring that up because uh, I feel like it could happen again.
1: Yeah. Uh, You don't equate the stock market with the economy, if you're, if you know what you're talking about, <laughs> yeah. That's, so that's it. You know
0: that happened in October of uh, 1987. But besides that, um, the Minnesota Twins won the World Series that year. Mm. You remember when we had World Series with actual fans in the stands mm. and and and, and players. Of. We didn't know if players were taking steroids like Mark McGuire and hitting amazing right. amount of home runs.
1: Right. We just thought they were really good. Like, super good. And just the love of the super game. Human. yeah. The
0: love of the game. It was all about just the game. Um, and then another baseball fact, because I think—I just like saying this guy's name, but uh, Benito Santiago. Mm-hmm. He had a record 34-game hitting streak that helped the Padres snap a nine-game losing streak <laughs> against mm. the Dodgers back in October. So I think it's kind of—Benito Santiago is— he was a great yes, baseball. Yes, you player. become
1: just a baseball fan today.
0: I just love baseball. I love yeah. old school baseball. Oh, you yeah. know, just like I love old school basketball, old school football, old school hockey.
1: They still interesting.
0: I really do. I Wayne love Wayne Gretzky.
1: Eighties is your favorite player.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that cartoon he had with with Michael Jordan and Bo Jackson? They were called the All Stars. <laughs> yes, it was so bad. Yes, it was so bad. Um, and I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna go down. Uh, a rabbit hole and talk about more sports, but I thought I'd wrap it up with the Russia performing an underground nuclear test in October.
1: Okay. So really it is like history repeating itself, <laughs> except now they just do a above ground tests that like Trump has like sanctioned and probably improves and celebrates, Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah. And then one more fun fact in October, uh, first military use of a trained dolphin.
1: That's interesting. Do you have any more on that?
0: well so my dad was a former navy seal did he work with this dolphin i didn't know but but he He wasn't a navy
1: seal in 87 no he he was
0: in he was actually a part of one of the first official he was a part of the first official navy seal team that's crazy um they were originally called frogmen yeah he was a part of the underwater demolition team which later became the seals so cool yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, I know that that was kind of a running joke about like, oh, we're going to use animals too, but they really did it, which is kind of crazy to me.
1: Yeah. Well, dolphins are the smartest animals.
0: They are. I, I If you could go inside a dolphin's brain, the dolphin would probably say, I don't want to yeah. do anything war related. Right. And apparently they did.
1: I'm a pacifist, the dolphin might say.
0: So there you go. All right. I mean, we got other fun facts, but we'll save it for later.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I... <laughs> The goal is that we would come back to 87 at some point. And this is probably our third
0: or fourth time we've gone down the 87 rabbit hole.
1: So, uh, But
0: until the next time, we've obviously got the upcoming episode, our interview with Andre Gower and Ryan Lambert.
1: Yeah, I think these are probably our most positive 1987 facts, really. I mean, I think you've shared some. I should really share some with you next time. Um, that I just get from some obscure, um, you know, QAnon website or something. And then... Uh, <laughs> this yeah, was a was legit like, website I got it like, from this time. I would be like, you know, Hillary Clinton in 1987, uh, it, it just, that was the year she started eating children. And you'd be like, <laughs> um, is it though? And eating children like, in a pizza yeah, shop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was pre-pizza shop. That was all pre-pizza shop. Oh, of course. She didn't start the pizza shop. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, no, I mean, I appreciate that you always come up with the facts. I feel like, you know, I, I'm due to to give you probably give you some facts
0: maybe maybe uh, we can do something. tit for tat tit for tat um, <laughs> is that what is that what you call it
1: tit for tat that's, well I mean that's what I call um, the act of making love but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well it's appropriate yeah. you would reveal that to me but, on our podcast but I've never told anyone that uh, until just, now it's just my diary that I write that in
0: exclusive and, Well, I think uh, I think yeah. this is officially I think $2 late fee has officially become my personal diary um,
1: yeah. of dealing with trauma. It's it's nice when like, you know, like, because you're like, well, should I say this? What if it's out there? But then like, you feel like the people who are meant to hear it, hear it. You know, like the ones that don't like, you know, like Jackie Lee doesn't listen to this. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the odds <laughs> of her listening to this are maybe like 0. 0.000, you know, half percent. I think there's maybe
0: one or two people that I was friends with in high school that actually might listen to
1: yeah. this. And if you listen this far, you know, again, thank you, guys, because we really appreciate it. And welcome to any uh, new listeners who might be excited about the Monster Squad and all this good uh, content we got churning out um,
0: Yeah, thank you for constantly supporting us and uh, the positive feedback and giving us the ratings on iTunes, which, cheap plug, it really goes a long way. Like, those ratings actually increase our um, visibility. And so people will hear about us more, and the more people hear about us, the bigger we get, the bigger we get, the more content we can provide, and it's a win-win all around. And thanks for buying yeah. our merch, our merch on oh, yeah. Um I own a lot of it just because I think our stuff looks really cool, but if you are interested, go on Public and uh, check it out, or go on our website at 2 dollars com. And go to the merch page.
1: I'm gonna like Marie Kondo my closet, and then just replace it all with two dollar leafy stuff. And then it'll be like, really? Like people like I wanted to get to the point where people are like, really? <laughs> like that? You're doing that again? You know? <laughs> I'm already that guy. Yeah. People show up. Really? And they're like, okay. I, I so you got the pins on today. I got the I pins on. I, I got the stickers. I, I got it. the. It's so good. We
0: got the poster prints uh, from Axel Zender, our amazing, so artist, amazing dude, who turned that bad boy out in like a week. Um, that, two, yep. that one year anniversary two dollar print. And uh yeah, I mean thank you just for being a part of the show and listening. And 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 always the positive support.
1: Means a lot. Means a lot. It, it
0: goes a long way to make us feel good. It really does.
1: <laughs> I mean, you don't even know what that meant. It was like well, it was a little like it was like a little like mafia. Like it
0: goes a long way. it make us feel good. Hey, you, you know want what to I'm do saying? Something? You do something for me. I'll you, do something you for do you. You do a favor
1: for me. Let me tell you something, man. Does that you do a hold favor up? for me? Yeah, like yeah.
0: the uh like the reviews. You yep. d- you hey, check it out. You write a review, you subscribe oh, to us on the
1: five star. Hey, yeah.
0: it still could happen. I'll make you tell them what it
1: tell, tell him. Well, us. I feel like, you know, I feel like you should maybe uh transfer that to him to the to the rat patrol club Rad, that we start you know what uh, you know what i'm saying
0: actually you better uh. act now before it's too late
1: oh okay. Maybe this a, okay this is okay this is a limited is offer all right so if you're listening to this okay yes. this is the best deal you will ever get if you go to itunes and you write us a five-star review subscribe also please and subscribe at spotify i like to make it the, the double but uh but zach is kind either way uh you will get a very personalized two dollar late fee uh mix tape it's not a tape it's actually a cd but it sounds better to say mixtape because mix cd is just stupid um yeah from from us zach zach is curated um yeah it's very it's very special you will get that mailed to you for just just for doing that it's
0: 20 tracks
1: just for doing you get 20 tracks just for writing a review
0: of kick-ass songs from the greatest decade of uh, pop culture And songs that we feature on our show that we've talked about that we, we love, rarities that maybe you've never heard from before. Yeah. And some funny little uh, sound bites from a really bad cheesy movie that I personally love and Dustin can't stand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just roll leave you with, that. with it, bang. <laughs> you no, know, I was gonna uh, say
0: the good guys always win, even in
1: the '80s. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, wait, are you giving me a test? Right now, you know that movie with the that's with that's what's on the mixtape, though. Yes, okay, right, 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 yes. yeah, right, which you
0: know, <laughs> which he's not going to reveal because it's a tease.
1: Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know, this I don't have anything else to add. So. I'm excited for our upcoming
0: uh, interview and to talk about Wolfman's Got Nards. Wolfman's uh, Got Nards, check it out. It's available for pre order, like you said in the beginning of the show, on Amazon. Um, Andre Gower and Ryan Lambert talking about. Well, we're going to talk about Kids Incorporated also with yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Ryan's got a music career, which we want to talk about too. And all that good stuff. Talk about yeah. what they've been up to for the past few decades and whatnot. So it's exciting.
1: So, It is. It is. I know that sounds sarcastic, but it is exciting.
0: Dustin yeah. is like, he, he sounds yeah. sarcastic, but he looks excited.
1: Yeah. So that's really all that matters.
0: So, until then, on this uh, eve of Halloween festivities, are you dressing up for Halloween, by the way? No. Dressing the dogs up?
1: Probably. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When's the last time you dressed up for a Halloween party? I've
1: been bad because the my thing with Halloween is I like it in concept. I like, you know, and I feel like I should like dressing up more. But it always feels like... I want it, it's kind of like what New Year's Eve used to feel like to me, where it's like, whatever I do is not good enough. Yeah. So, uh, so I always kind of start off with like, I'll do this idea, but then it doesn't come to fruition. It just feels weird. And then I don't do anything. And the only time I do dress up is if I'm going to go to a party. But then even then, like I'll do some simple variation. The last time I dressed up, dressed up was probably 2007. Uh, when a buddy and I went as the, the Mario, the Mario brothers okay. complete with the, you know, the soundtrack we were walking around of course and doing the whole thing. And that's awesome. Um, and that was great. Uh, but yeah, like normally I'm normally I'm like some weird, like combination of like, I just like, I'll have a blue mask and like, it, it, you know, it's, but there's just, it just leaves you like, what is this costume? And like,
0: I don't know. If you were with us, you would, well. For those of you that don't know, Bodhi has – there was a character on G.I. Joe named Clutch, and looks a lot like Dustin, the old figure. Uh, and so Bodhi calls Clutch Dustin. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. He also sense. calls him Joel. He thought the name yeah. Joel was kind of funny. Yeah. So, And Aaron could be uh,
1: Scarlet. Um, well, there you go. But, the, I mean, trick-or-treating is canceled, right? So you Yeah, just...
0: we're doing a really fun concept for that. We're doing a scavenger hunt.
1: Oh, nice! With clues to with, lead with friends. They're just uh, so we have
0: two it? neighbors. Yeah, and so there's like three kids and uh, scavenger hunt to eventually lead to a place around the commu- around our neighborhood where a uh, sanitized, clean bag of candy will be waiting for them. But they have to find it and clues to find you it. You got to
1: sanitize it. Well, it's you know pre pre
0: packaged Halloween candy. I bag, see, basically
1: not just like a handful of candy corn or no. no something
0: which i love candy corn i know people yeah. can't stand it i i personally love it
1: i'm middle of the road <laughs> i could eat like f- four pieces and i'm like i'm good it's not a candy i want to keep eating
0: what about circus peanuts would you
1: same thing i would eat like four yeah yeah what's <laughs> your
0: favorite candy for halloween
1: um you know it's always the it's always the reeses the the cups the the and the giant cups like when if, if i would get yeah. that i'd be like <gasps> The... Did they
0: ever make a pumpkin-shaped Reese's? Because they know uh, they, they have probably, a Christmas yeah. one. The yeah. You know that yeah. they're coming out with a new one that's filled with potato chips?
1: No, I didn't know that. That sounds yeah. like a European thing. It's coming out in the U.S. Mm, weird.
0: Yeah. Pretzels would make more sense, wouldn't it?
1: Do they make a pretzel one? I think they do make a pretzel one. Probably pretzel maybe. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like the whole combo or like a, yeah. Ooh, combos are good, too. Yeah.
0: How come they never made those into Halloween candy fun size packs? I combos? don't know. I that, love me some combos. That was,
1: is actually a great idea.
0: Little combo packs? It's the best.
1: Like getting a combo pack and a trick-or-treat?
0: Oh, so good. Pizza-flavored? <sighs> That's
1: really a really good idea. You heard it here first, yeah. folks. That's a really good idea. <laughs> anyway, I'm... So, yeah, so I'm, if uh, you got if you
0: If you're not, if you're uh, doing some sort of social distance Halloween party with uh, kids or adults, be safe, have fun wear a mask (laughs) get it because you will be (laughs) oh covid (laughs) little covid halloween humor i will tell you cover commander mask is like one of the best covid masks you know
1: oh right because it's part face shield
0: yeah there you go
1: (sighs) i really want to see this it's gonna look badass how's he gonna breathe
0: um there's little holes at the bottom okay so he can breathe okay and uh, he doesn't want to do the hood. He wants to do the silver mask.
1: Do you have a soldering iron, by the way? Is that yes. Something? You do. Okay. It's just, I feel like you're the person who should like have at least a, like a mini workshop of some kind. I like, do
0: a lot of hot glue and tape.
1: Would you know how to make silver bullets in a workshop Ooh. if you had to, or like you know?
0: I feel at like. Home? I feel like I never tried that. I know because we talked. You and I talked about this. How we missed Auto Shop and Wood Shop yeah. and Ceramics. And like those classes are not offered anymore in school. Um mm. I feel like I had a ceramics teacher that I could do no wrong with him.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I, I used to do some wild stuff in his class. Uh, I could easily have made a silver bullet. Wild
1: I, stuff is like a like a like a dildo and like a. <laughs> so 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 he work,
0: so he uh you know he had to make a typical bowl the vase yeah. the cup and then i had taken his class he he had there was ceramics one ceramics yeah. two then 3d ceramics yeah i took all three classes and by 3d ceramics he let me do whatever i wanted i did a face mold where he plastered my face he'd oh, never done it before whoa. i was his i i was his uh
1: guinea experiment pig. guinea yeah. pig yeah
0: And, uh, I, I was obviously the crow had come out at that time. So I painted my face to look like the crow. Um, I made a mini bust of Bruce Lee. I made a mini bust of, uh, no, it's a whole statue of Bruce Lee. Wow. Uh, Freddie Mercury of Harvey Keitel, Mr. White from Reservoir Dogs. This is all in ceramics class. This is insane. This is wild. Yeah. I gave actually the Mr. White statue to one of my best friends at the time, uh, Larry Wilson.
1: And check uh, up on it.
0: Yeah, I think he said he still has it. Wow, that's amazing. And the Freddie Mercury one I gave to my teacher because Mr. Sackman was his name. I think that guy got... Did,
1: not the guy that taught you how to make... Not your ceramics teacher? No, he's my
0: ceramics teacher. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so when I was graduating...
0: I, he, he His was name like, was
1: Mr. Sackman? Yeah. Do you realize the connection now between Zach... Sack... Sackman. Sackman. Like you guys were kindred spirits.
0: Maybe he felt my pain. He sounded anyway. like Bob Dylan when he talked. Everything, yeah. everything was monotone. It was like this. I think yeah, he we you discuss, We
1: put it in the camp. Like, Ooh, like have you heard that bad joke about
0: uh, Bob Dylan? How did Bob Dylan start singing like that? One nope. day he's under a tree and he's singing a song about birds. I love the birds. I love the bees. And then spiders started falling on his head. I love the trees. Ew, bugs. Get out uh, of my head, bugs. Uh-huh.
1: I give that joke a C+.
0: For kids who know who Bob Dylan is, they think it's hilarious.
1: Right. And so 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 no one. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs>
0: I give it one headlight. Oh Get my it. god. Jacob Dylan. You like that?
1: I don't like it, but I <laughs> <it's> fine. <laughs>
0: well, on that yeah. random side note, and you, and you all know yeah. that this is how we roll. Yeah. We always are yeah. we always deviate and segue. Um Get ready for a fun interview in 2 weeks with the Monster Squad. All right. And uh, oh I'll pro- have to got to bring up the fact that I wrote did those little Bodhi notes with the Monster Squad characters. You mean previously? Yeah, long last year
1: for Halloween. Right. So if anyone wants to see those, they just i oh, go to my go Instagram. back to your Instagram. Yeah, where I've those, done those over great.
0: 600 notes for my son for lunch. Um, but that's a 600 notes cheap plug for nothing. <laughs>
1: Right, because it's like go to Zexide and purchase. No, no. Mm-hmm. well, go to do well, you you put the notes on a t-shirt.
0: They'll eventually be in an art gallery. They will be for
1: sale. No, yep.
0: if that laugh didn't get picked yep. up, uh, it's <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect timing. Um, but yeah, in, in two weeks, check out the Monster Squad and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Nostalgia Lane. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys, and until then. I'm not We'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and
0: give us a four... Is it a five-star rating? <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Bleh. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great too. And you can find us on the internet. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 2 dollars Podcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.